Hello, everybody. Okay, okay, I get it. You're probably saying, what the hell, Roya? We haven't heard your voice in months. Why should we care anymore? Why should I even be listening to this right now? And these are all valid questions that I am so excited to dive deeper on, to explain myself, and to have a conversation about it with you all because it's been a crazy few months with so many changes. And this whole podcast, I feel like, has been a discussion of all the changes that have been coming up in my life, in your lives. And I think I've just decided that life is a series of changes that we continue to navigate as the weeks go on and the months go on. And a global pandemic doesn't make anything easier. Uh, So I hope that you understand for, um, have some understanding for the hiatus that I've been on and are buckled up for the ride ahead because I am back in New York city, baby. And I've been here for a few months. I've been here since May. It is August when this is hitting your ears. And, um, how many months is that? May, June, July, August. Okay. So four-ish months. And I don't think there's been an episode since April. And this just makes me feel like time goes by way too fast. And what are we doing with the time that we have here? And are we making the most of our time? I think I've been making the most of it. Despite all the changes I've had to go through, I have really tried to be present in those moments. And that's kind of why I haven't been able to sit down and record this podcast. I haven't been alone in months and I haven't really been able to process my thoughts on everything. And life kind of happens to us sometimes. You know, we meet life in the middle. And this is me meeting life in the middle. It is a Saturday morning and I'm feeling ready to record this. So thank you for bearing with me. Thank you for listening to this right now. Out of all the things you could be listening to, I'm glad that you clicked on this. I am currently sitting in my Lower East Side, New York City apartment. And as we discussed in the previous episode, it's taken quite a bit to get here, but whoa, my oh my, I am so happy to be here with you all. I'm in a new recording space. It's a little more echoey, so I do look forward to seeing how the sound quality hits your ears on the other side. Please let me know otherwise if it's if it's not that enjoyable. We're here to learn. We're here to grow. We're going to figure it out. Um, I am so excited to be in the city and it hasn't been without its growing pains, you know, like I feel like there's just so much change happening right now. And in the previous episode, I discussed how I felt like I was on the precipice of change. I was job hunting. I was navigating a move and um, not only a move across the country, but also a move permanently from my childhood home, packing everything up in boxes and kind of stowing away memories um, along with the physical stuff. And it was a little crazy, a little emotional. And by a little, I mean a lot, very emotional, but so emotional to the point where I didn't really feel like I was fully even allowing myself to feel the emotions because that in and of itself was a coping mechanism to help get through that time. This may sound familiar to some of you. You might also handle 
times of change in a similar way. And there's nothing wrong with it. You know, it's, it's, in my opinion, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's just the way that you handle it. But what could be problematic is if you go on like that for too long and, and not give yourself the, the space to actually understand what's happening to you. And, um, you know, I do, do think it takes a little bit of ramp up to fully, you know, be aware of your surroundings when you're going through a change. So it's hitting me right about now and I'm starting to miss my family. Um, not that I didn't miss them immediately, but now that I've been here a little longer, I'm like, whoa, okay. Like this is where I live now. And speaking of family, oh, family, such a, such a layered topic, (laughs) but speaking of family, my parents, you know, are going through selling their house and it has finally sold. And with that selling comes their decision to separate after being married for 30 years. And I, while the sentence is simple, the experience of going through something like that for everybody involved is complicated and complex and layered and um, I've already said layered, but you get you get the point. For everyone involved, everyone's experiencing it in a different way. You know, for my sister and I, you know, we're seeing our parents part ways. And given we're adults, but it's it still takes a toll on you, and it's something that you constantly navigate. Why it may not have been a shock to us, it has been illuminating to see your parents go through something and it humanizes them a bit. I think we assign a superhero complex to our parents as kids and think they can't do anything wrong. And then as the years go by, you learn more about them. Not saying divorce is wrong or separating is wrong, but I just mean you you look at them in this pure form and then realize that mistakes can be made and they have struggles of their own too. And it's such a fascinating experience to kind of have these moments and parts of you, you being me in this have turned into a kid again, or I've become a very nostalgic person. I just feel like I'm constantly reflecting back on my childhood, which is fitting when I think about, you know, the previous episode, you know, I've been just thinking about all that kind of stuff. But um, it's all going to be okay. And it's turned into my home being physically where I am. You know, home right now is New York City. Home right now to me is this Lower East Side apartment. And um, at the same time, we can have different versions of home. You know, as we live more life, home turns into a concept and not a place. You know, part of my home is here. Part of my home is wherever my family decides to go, where my friends go, Home to me is also where I went to college. You know, that's a home, a version of home for me. So, you know, I I do think it's comforting to think about what you feel is home. And, you know, home could be like that really good bagel at the place that's across the street from you. You know, like it's a it's a feeling that you need to go back to to feel safe and secure. And I um and it's okay to have different versions of it. I think that's something I struggled with a lot in the in the process of moving here, you know, like what what's going to feel like home? You know, New York is a place I had lived before but hadn't lived in a, lived in for a long time. So, you know, 
I was, I was really worried about how that would make me feel. And I'm also worried for when I, you know, go back to California and see my parents living separately, see my sister on her own, you know, how is everyone going to react to that? So I look forward to kind of diving deeper into those concepts, um, while still keeping everyone's privacy intact. Um, but thank you all for giving me the space to talk about this too. You know, like if this resonates with you, if this, you know, makes you want to share it, um, I do welcome that. But at the same time, if, if you just want to sit down, start recording yourself, you know, talking about how you're feeling about something that this may have brought up for you, just talking out loud to yourself helps you realize how you're actually feeling. And I've, I've found that to be true. And I really do think it could be true for you too. You know, if you don't go to therapy, if you don't really confide in a family member or a friend, um, confide in yourself. And I truly feel like when we get things out, you know, if that's journaling, if that's talking out loud, whatever it may be, just take the time to nurture you and how you're feeling. You know, as corny as that may sound, I really do think it's such an important part of the relationship you have with yourself, which I believe to be the most important relationship you could have. Now, in some much needed good news, ladies and gentlemen, and those who don't subscribe to either of those parties, Roya Ferugi has found herself a job after months and months of looking for one. And I just want to say, as I've said before, want something that wants you. It's just like dating. I found a job that was so excited to have me and made me feel so secure in taking that next step forward in my career. So after 40 fucking interviews. I have found a job. I am so grateful. And I've been doing it for a couple months now, just shy of two months. And I think it's better that I have procrastinated making this episode because if I had done it right when I started, I think we would have gotten a much different version of the story and of my thoughts about everything. So if you're unsure about something, give it some time, let it ruminate, and then see how you feel a few, um, months later. I have been very grateful to have this job. And at first it was just so overwhelming. I was moving. I got a new apartment. My parents were going through what they were going through. And by proxy, I was going through the ramifications of what my parents were going through. And on top of that, starting a new career. And it is a new career. I completely changed my job. I'm not a recruiter anymore. And without going into way too much detail, I am, my job is just like a whole new thing. It definitely has transferable qualities from my previous job, but there's a lot I've had to learn on the spot. And I've had an insane amount of imposter syndrome at the beginning because I was working with um, such advanced professionals like in their career. I essentially am partnering with executives to streamline their business practices. How many like ambiguous words can I fit into there? But that's essentially what that is. And I am learning so much. If I can give anyone advice at this point in time is to embrace being uncomfortable, embrace not knowing the answers to everything, getting okay with the answer of a question being, I don't know, but I'm going to find out and get back to you. I think that's 
just been my mantra the past couple of months. And as the weeks have gone on, it's turned into me actually knowing the answers to that question and not being um, embarrassed if I didn't know the answer to that. So I, all in all, so grateful that I am employed in New York City in an apartment, feeling good, feeling great. So thank you all for the words of encouragement along the way. Thank you to those who sent in your stories about the job hunt. I know that was a recurring topic on the podcast, but we made it, baby. So happy to be here. Okay, enough about me. Now let's get into another story right after a word from our sponsor. So as we have been talking about the concept of what home is to us, life happening to us and, you know, our choices along the way as things occur that we didn't expect. This next story is from Ezgi and what happened to them unexpectedly and how it ended up being for the best. I hope you enjoy. In the past year, if we learn anything during the global pandemic, I think it's that life can take an unexpected turn at any moment, to say the least. My story is about how an unexpected path brought me to this day. Three years ago, I was in my fourth year of university studying interior architecture in Brussels. And as part of my course, I had to complete many internships, which one of them was a one month internship during that year. I had never been to New York before, and it wasn't in my priority list of cities to visit. For some reason, I thought the city was overly romanticized by Hollywood movies. But that one month seemed like the perfect time to plan a trip with a reasonable excuse to convince my parents. An internship. One afternoon, I was at home, sitting on my couch, and I decided to send a bunch of emails to architecture and design firms in New York, not having a high expectation of them to reply back. I received a few emails politely telling me that they weren't interested, And then that one email dropped in my mailbox. They wanted to schedule an interview. The Skype call took place a few days after and it went very well. So without even processing the situation, I had been accepted for an internship to a design studio located in Brooklyn. Which by then my parents didn't even know that I was looking for an internship in New York. In spring of 2018, I flew to New York, only knowing one person in the city, which wasn't even a close friend or family, and questioning this choice I had made during the eight-hour flight. Luckily, my choice didn't end up being so bad. I had a great one month. I really enjoyed working in the studio. We were a small team, but I managed to learn so much, even in a short period of time. I met lots of new people. And the city turned out to be less cliché than I thought. Six months later, as I was frantically looking for another internship, I returned to the same company for three months. Time flew so fast, and I was really enjoying being in New York. But I had to go back to Brussels to finish my course. Deep down, I had a desire to live in New York after graduating, but I didn't think it would be possible because I didn't have a US citizenship. As I was looking for job opportunities and planning out my future for after graduation, I received an email from 
the company where I did my internship in New York, asking me if I would like to come back for a full-time position. After some research and some doubts and saying, no, this will never work out, I found a one-year visa solution and I moved to New York in January 2020. As the global pandemic hit, things did turn out quite differently than planned, but we discovered this new world of remote working. I had always thought this was a one-year experience and after one year, I wouldn't be able to continue because my visa was ending. However, my visa ended, but the job opportunity that started a few years back still continued as I moved back to Europe. Three years later, after multiple trips back and forth to New York, I'm still working for the company, this time remotely from Europe. Three years ago, if anyone had asked me where I see myself in the future, I would have never imagined the scenario. After university, I was planning to go to Australia, travel, take a gap year, which is literally the other end of the world compared to New York. But like I said, I guess life had other plans for me. Life indeed have other plans for you, Ezgi, but it sounds like you made the absolute most out of it and are very grateful for the experience that life had led you down. So thank you so much for sending in that story. I personally love the story for a few reasons, one being... It is the epitome of just taking the bag that life hands your way and thinking you were going to do one thing and having it completely change and making the most of it. As cliche as that sounds, if it weren't for the pandemic, you would have come all the way from Brussels to New York and started a job that maybe would have ultimately ended. You know, the pandemic brought forth to us work from home and remote working. So now you can continue working a job in Europe based out of New York that you wouldn't have done before. And even for a brief time, New York was able to, you know, unlock the side of you that you wouldn't have known before. You know, you had this perception of New York and it ended up being completely different than you had experienced. So it's always so gratifying when to me personally, please let me know if you agree with this. I love being proven wrong. (laughs) I love when life shocks me. I love when I think I've made up my mind about a situation and it completely changes based on, you know, just experiencing something. So thank you so much for that. And another reason why I love this story is we've gone international, baby. Ezgi, thank you so much for sending in this story um, from Brussels. I am so grateful for um, your listenership and for everyone listening to this, I'm all, I'm grateful for all of you. Um, I'm really excited that this is, you know, spanning across the world. Um, my little podcast (laughs) is, um, taking off a little bit. So I really appreciate all of you, um, for taking the time to listen. And if this story has inspired you to want to share your own story, please do not hesitate to send me your own story at say the least podcast at gmail.com. Feel free to send a voice memo, or if you're more comfortable with me reading your story, you are welcome to email it to me or slide into the DMS as well on Instagram at to say the least podcast on Instagram. So the email is just starting with say the least and the Instagram is to say the least podcast. <laughs> And that's it for today's podcast, everybody. Thank you all so much for listening. And you definitely have some homework. How are we all doing? 
let me know. I want to hear. I want to hear what you guys want to hear more of. I want to hear what you guys like so far, what you don't like so far. Give it to me straight. I can handle it. I'm ready for the feedback. And for those of you who have already sent in feedback, very grateful. This is how we build a stronger podcast community. And for those of you who have been dying to send me a story and just haven't done it yet, what the fuck are you waiting for? Life is happening along and you're not sending your story. So do it before and you procrastinate even further, uh, like I've been doing for the past couple of months. So we were trying to avoid that. So if you have a story um, that you've been trying to send to me, either, you know, have you gone on a bad date recently that really messed you up on the inside and you want to talk about it? Has, um, you know, something happened at work that you want to talk about? Did you get run over by a bus? Like these are the things we want to hear. So I look forward to hearing your stories and I can't wait till next time.